Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Friends, welcome back. It's season six, episode seven. We took a few weeks off because of the holidays and because honestly there was nothing to talk about. So what we're going to do, filling up all the time. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about, so there's nothing to talk about. But now there's stuff to talk about. And we're back. And by golly... Apple Podcasts will know we are a weekly podcast. Yeah, we're recording 52 episodes, goddammit, this year. Starting now. Yeah, so 51 episodes. Ish. Minus vacations. Give or take. And, you know, slow weeks. It happens. It happens. Speaking of weeks, let me talk about what happened last week. Who cares? Nothing (laughs) happened last week, last year, whatever. Time to move into 2022 with a clean slate. I agree. All right. Shall we talk about what's happening this weekend? Dude, there's a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah, there's more than I thought. It's the start. It's the start of things happening. While Bellator doesn't have an event until Saturday the 29th, I did notice that February 19th, Bellator is back in Connecticut at Mohegan Sun. Holy shit. Are we going to try and do our holding hands and throwing fists road trip with our friends and listeners President's Day weekend to this event? I think we got to do it. I'm putting it out there. Billy Alexander, I know, is down. Which means we got Maggie. Yeah. That's already a road trip. That's already a road trip. I'm going to look up ticket prices. I feel like I feel like Jamie's down. For sure. Giancarlo has to be down. Mm-hmm. Andreas, we gotta see. He's got a he's got a newborn. Yeah, but like Artemis is old enough to take care of the I baby think so. now, right? Yeah. So they're All going right. they're going through some shit All but right. whatever guys february 19th we're doing it we're All going right. to mohegan sun That's also we got to find out if there's even really tickets available with this om- o- omicron how <laughs> do gringos say it oh come on all right omicron. it's 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 a while away so until then there's ufc this saturday the 15th on the prelims we have our boy brian boom kelleher boom boom his opponent had to pull out but they immediately rescheduled someone else so thank god court mcgee is on the card on the main card we got chase sherman brandon r we also have charles rosa who babe is he the guy who seems really nice dude I looked at this card and it's all names that I recognize and I cannot put a fucking face to anyone and I feel like we like everyone but I can't remember and I feel like every single drunk fight meaning I was drunk watching fights (laughs) not the fighters not the fight not the fighters (laughs) I feel like I forgot them all but I'm excited to see them all and then once we actually watch this Saturday it's gonna be like oh yeah I know I'm excited too I was just listening to Paul Felder talk and he's like it was so nice to be home and enjoy this time away from the UFC and commentating but also like it's also time to be back and I agree there was so many fights last year I think people like overlook how many amazing fights there were week to week to week to week there was always something going on and I do think that you need a couple weeks off but yeah because now I'm excited I'm excited to be back yeah Caitlin Shakugan is on the card against Jennifer Maya and the main event is Calvin Cater versus Giga Chikazi yeah both like I mean everyone is already saying this is potential fight of the year 
and it's crazy because one the freaking fight hasn't happened yet (laughs) but also it's the first fight of the new year so it's exciting dude i'm excited as excited as i am though we got to keep holding hands and throwing fists organized so let's go to the top three top three So our intro was exactly four minutes and 20 seconds long. I think that because you always want me to keep the intro short, I think that that will be my marker from here on out for 2022. Whatever, whatever helps. So I know we just said we want to move on new year, new shit. I would, though, like to start the top three with our favorite fight or fighter of 2021 so that while we ease back into things, our friends can go watch these fights or fighters prepping for the new year ahead do you want to start with your favorite fight of 2021 yeah i would love to because for all the podcasts that actually do have real sponsors and do make uh, their livings off of it all they did was talk about 2021 for the past like three weeks where there was no fights (laughs) and everybody was talking about all these great fights that happened and i've already erased it all from my memory but i will say that i think this fight has gotten overlooked and it's rose nama Yunus versus wiley zhang too uh the reason why i like this fight so much is because i think that for a fight of the year candidate it does have to be super super close so a lot of people pick Volkanovski mm, versus Brian Ortega. Ortega although it wasn't really that close although there was drama and back and forth and there were moments where Ortega had a shot but Volkanovski was in clear control of that fight the entire time that I think was like the what most people considered number one or used as like a peg point to make a case for their own number one. I'm going to say that Rose Wiley was actually closer. I'm going to say even almost more exciting. And wow. I'm, and I've said this before on the podcast and I'm going to say it again because I've watched it multiple times at this point. Wiley actually fucking won that fight. Sheesh. Sheesh. So I encourage you to go watch it and Decide. tell me that. Yeah. Tell me I'm right. Decide for yourselves. I could not pick a favorite fight of the year because that would have required a lot of research, which I was unwilling to do. So instead, I picked a favorite fighter of the year. Do it. And I picked Charles Dubronx Oliveira, a.k.a. Charlie Olives, as John Anna called him. And I was driving to work and laughing. That's his new name. I love it. So just as a little recap for you all. I picked Michael Chandler to win in Oliveira's first fight this year for the lightweight belt, but that's when Oliveira won in round two with a TKO. And I didn't know this. Charlie Olives also broke the UFC record for most finishes with 17 when he beat Michael Chandler and got that belt. Then he went on to defend his belt against Dustin Poirier last month, just last month. So as George was saying, like, we just like, short-term memory man that was not even a month ago and that was an amazing fight too also amazing because charlie olives won with a rear naked choke in round three and he extended his ufc record for most submission wins to 15 and upped his most finishes title to 18 so like this guy is holding mad records soups casually it's Mm -hmm. incredible meanwhile he's just like a super family guy I only learned he's also very religious as well. And he believes 
that that is why when he's fighting and he's basically blind because he doesn't have his bottle cap glasses on. Yeah. Like he thinks it's through God that he's able to see whatever he believes. Like imagine how good he would be if he could see during every fight. Yeah, my man, you got to go get LASIK. I know. Or can you not get LASIK if you're going to get punched in the face? I think that might be it too. Who knows? (laughs) Um, I just want to say I would really love for him to try and learn a little bit more English because like all champions, they just resonate more with people when they can communicate with the masses and he deserves more recognition. And I think that's like what's holding him back right now. I really like him. He's exciting. I think I would kind of fight a little bit like him if I could, if I was actually a fighter and uh, really balls deep in it. Um, I also want to say that he pulled off some TBS, typical Brazilian shit, in his fight against Dustin Poirier by illegally holding his glove. But yes. I, lo- I love a good glove hold. I really do. My dad taught me that those little cheats are really good. And also, for those who are interested, um, right before his fight with Dustin, he went to the Brazzers' house <laughs> And did a self-defense video with four Brazilian porn stars. So he didn't speak English to them. He spoke in Portuguese, and it was pretty cool. Not that I saw it. I mean. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Going to number two in the top three. Mark Hunt drama. But really, it's going to be holding hands and throwing fists drama because I'm turning this into yet another new segment of the week. And this one I really like, and I'm going to keep bringing it up. Ooh, I'm excited. But basically. But what you are? Wow. Okay, cool. I am. I am because I'm fascinated by this drama. Mark Hunt is suing the UFC, and he's been suing them since 2017. So come on, guys. Get over it already, but whatever. <laughs> After his fight with Brock Lesnar, Hunt is saying the UFC knew Brock Lesnar was taking a banned substance and still let the fight happen. Lesnar is like also the biggest freaking like it's Brock, Ronda and Connor for who's gotten the most pay-per-view draws basically right. even though it's really Connor 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 yeah. Connor Ronda Brock Ronda <laughs> <laughs> So Lesnar won by unanimous decision that night however it was turned to no contest since it was revealed that Lesnar tested positive obviously for estrogen blockers and the same drugs basically that John John Jones tested positive for so that's lovely um, Hunt was basically suing the UFC and trying to get fighters to realize that they should all be making more money in the first place and Dana White does uh, shady shit all the time and the fighters are the ones with the power if they all demand more money the UFC has to give it to them since there's no UFC without the fighters so the question is is the battle worth it I not only do I say the battle is not worth it it also brings us to our new segment of the week called what the fuck you think was gonna happen Ooh, that's the fucking segment. It's called what the, the fuck you think was going to happen. You fought Brock Lesnar. What the fuck you think was going to happen? <laughs> he was going to be on drugs. <laughs> what the fuck you think is going to happen? The UFC is going to lie about it. And guess what? You're from Australia and you're involved in a legal battle against the UFC in the United States. What the fuck you think was going to happen? Because I think this whole thing started with the fact that not only is Mark Hunt losing this legal battle, but I think he's getting ordered to pay for the UFC's legal fees, which is fucking ridiculous. But what the fuck do you think was going to happen? And now I'm going to give our fucking precious listeners, especially those that are tennis fans, and you know who I'm talking about right here, precious. another fucking little bit of what the fuck you think was going to happen. 
Because I don't know shit. I don't know anything about what's going on with this Novak Djokovic. I don't even... Djokovic thing in fucking Australia. Yeah, because fuck him. Because fuck him, number one. Right, right? Number two. But you knew from the beginning. This is year three of coronavirus, right? And everybody fucking knows. That's another segment. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody fucking knows that Australia is crazy about corona and it's a problem and it's not so fucking easy and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. But Novak Djokovic thought that he was going to go in with his fake fucking paperwork and be like, oh no, I already had, (laughs) I already had corona, but now I'm actually fine and now I'm not, I'm not, you really shouldn't be coughing. What the fuck did you think was going to happen, Novak? You really thought you were going to get in? Fool. 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 I like that segment. I do actually really like that segment. I think, and God damn it, God damn it, we're going viral this year. <laughs> okay. If it means me having a stroke, giving you the news. I know. Segment. You're getting very animated. I almost wish there was video of you right now. Yeah, well, why don't we have video? That's a great question. One that we don't have time for this episode. So let's get to number three in our top three. You okay with that? I just think that there's a lot of drug testing in this episode. Yeah, I thought you would appreciate it. I'm I'm with Luke Thomas on this. What does he say? Have them all be on drugs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Stop wasting precious funds. And they're getting and they're getting hurt by not taking drugs. <laughs> all right. Well, number three in our top three is still drug related because I came upon this article and thought this was so interesting too. It was about the most tested fighters by USADA in 2021. So kind of an interesting tidbit of information to follow up with Mark Hunt's fight against Brock Lesnar using substances in the UFC allowing it because they do have you know, USADA to test the fighters. And when I tell you about the most tested fighters in 2021, I want you to keep in mind that many fighters were tested under 10 times. I was tested under 10 times. Paulo Costa was tested 23 times. And he, and he passed them all? He passed them all. But he only fought once, and that one fight was the whack-ass fight with Marvin Vittori where he didn't even try to lose weight, and he lost. Oh, yeah, and he was like 80 pounds overweight. Ridiculous. Also, in the top tested fighters in 2021 was TJ Dillashaw. Thank God, because he's a fucking snake. He was tested. And cheater. He was tested 25 times rightfully so because he was already banned for years for taking illegal substances but he too was tested 25 times he only fought once which was against Corey Sanhagen and he did win that one single fight but it was a split decision and I personally think Corey won that fight I appreciate your bias over here. Thank you. And last but not least, and I like really don't understand this, the most tested fighter by USADA in 2021 was Misha Kurnov. Serkinov, thank you. With 27 times. He was tested 27 times for illegal substances. Obviously, these fighters all tested clear. Mm. Um and Misha fought twice and lost twice. Once it was to Ryan Spann and then and the second time to Christoph Jotko. So like the most tested fighter, I don't even fucking really know who the fuck you are and you lost. I feel like if you get a like a 
random blind sample group of people and you give them a list of names i feel like every single person they'll just go down a name go okay misha yeah test that guy yeah like sounds russian yeah he must be cheating like what the fuck exactly anyway quite interesting to me i am super happy about the tj dillashaw testing and i think 25 times was not even enough i think they should interrupt his life more fuck him yep Thank you. You got anything else to say, Ben? No. All right, we're going to do the PTI rundown. Woohoo! <laughs> I got to get the music to be exactly. You did. Yeah. <laughs> That'll gonna make <laughs> us go viral. Music or is it just <laughs> that the fucking the timer starts going off? Talk about lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> sue, me, sue me, Tony. <laughs> All right. Jorge Masvidal is fighting Colby Covington confirmed. Babe, you with it? I'm with it. Yeah, it's going it, to be exciting. It, it needs, it's now or never, man. Like, it, it needs to happen. All right. Online gaming is now legal in New York. Babe, are you ready for me to be screaming at the fucking TV because I'm going to have money on the games? Yeah, online gambling. DraftKings no. and stuff is legal. You're not allowed. I already have it. Oh, great. Um, uh, Henry Cejudo is going to be in Davidson Figueredo's <laughs> corner against uh, in the trilogy fight against Brandon Marino because whatever, they have some perceived beef. You with that? Um, I don't know. I feel like Figgy's just trying to cause drama. Like, I don't think you can really come out. And Michael Chandler made this very good point because Michael Chandler said some shit about Dustin Poirier. And then in an interview, he's like, I learned you don't talk shit about the good guys in the sport. And that's what I feel like Figgy is doing. He's talking shit about Brandon Moreno. Are you kidding? Like one of the goodest guys, like get away from here and bringing Henry Cejudo into it is like you Figgy, you need to win. Forget your drama. Adios, amigos. Volkanovski is now fighting Korean zombies since uh, Max Holloway is injured and out of the fight. That's Who- official? It's official. Oh, I didn't know they picked someone yet. Pretty sure. You excited for that? Yeah, I'm glad Korean zombie got this opportunity. Cool. Uriah Faber was on Ariel Hawani this week. So if you guys want to watch a fun video, definitely fucking just watch that one because it's uh, relatively short and you could fold your laundry to it. He said that he wants to, even though he's retired and come back several times, he always wants to do exciting fights. So he wants to fight to celebrate 20 years of him fighting professionally. Wow. He wants to fight fellow California native and guy who's like an, a, a California MMA icon like himself, Cubby Bear. I'm very interested in that. Are you interested in that? I'm always interested in Cubby Bear and Uriah. So yeah, I'm interested in that. And of course, I want Cub Sponson to win. Ooh, all right. Um, also, uh, I guess that's the rundown. So now you can stop the timer. But it really was, uh, I was I was doing some work uh, at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to Uriah live on Ariel when it was happening. And it was like one of the most refreshing and really fun interviews that I've heard in a while. Because they were really, they really were like super it, it seemed like two people who, who've known each other for 20 years and it's actually like really really fucking cool so i suggest listening to it and uriah literally has covid for the second time right now oh, but he, no. he was like fine and just like talking in the interview so it, it was great all right cool that that would be great if the ufc could put that together all right let's see what's going on oh this is like the fucking perfect episode right here we're getting oh, right yeah. in time anything else no this is making me so happy <laughs> all right short first, and sweet first episode done this episode was brought to you by building walnuts a new social media account on ig and tiktok focusing on construction in new york city by our very own Polly walnuts go throw them a follow 
Also, shout out to Run With AI. Also, shout out to Bourbon Hunter NYC. And don't forget the OGs holding hands and throwing fists.